The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Does that bring back some memories? That's the real Million Dollar Mike right there. Michael Jackson, God bless you. Rest in peace. Man, Mike brought it every time to the stage since he was nine years old. And I remember that, of course, Michael Jackson, man. It took me a while to get an opportunity because I do this one time a week. And I wait all week to tell you what I think about whatever's going on in the world of sports and also entertainment. And the number one entertainer of all time has gone on to heaven. And Mike made such a great impact, not only uh, in the African-American community, but in the world. Mike was a great American who just spread love across the entire world. You know, I'll never forget, uh, you know, the song We Are the World that, uh, you know, that Michael, you know, was such a big part of him and Quincy Jones. And it really kind of, you know, kind of was what he represented, you know, that he was uh, through music was going to bring everybody and anybody together to enjoy themselves. You know, Mike had a song called Enjoy Yourself, and that's that's all he really wanted everybody to do. And so for those of you out there who hate and stop hating, you know, all Mike tried to do was to bring joy to people's lives and uh, man, a great entertainer. But Mike set the tone. Mike said, listen, if you want to do it and you want to do it right, you got to be the best at your craft and you got to sacrifice everything that you have to sacrifice in order to be the best. You can't just wake up one day and you're the best. No, you got to put in time. And uh, I know James Brown was his idol, the hardest working man in show business. And, And Mike took what James did and took it to another level. So for that reason, uh, I want to pay tribute to Million Dollar Mike by having a moment of silence. All right, Mike, rest in peace. You will forever live in my heart and all those out there who ever listen to your music. Man, it's that time of which uh, I get a chance to uh, talk to those out there who want to hear what I have to say. You know, many times uh, you can say something, but people don't hear you. So I hope that you listen. You can hear it, but I hope that you listen and it resonates with what I have to say. Because today I, I've uh, got a special show. I've got some special guests in the studios with me. And uh, I'm going to get a chance to talk to some young men, particularly about what's happening in in football, you know, football, of course, is, uh, you know, I guess what I can say I can give an expert opinion about because, 
you know, being a professional, they say once they start paying you, you become a professional. That's in a, a number of things that you do in life. I remember I watched a movie one time on TV, The Falcon and the Snowman. And this uh, kid got himself caught up in some stuff. And uh, the man told him, hey, once you start taking money, you are a professional. So I was once a professional football player. And I think I still got a pretty good opinion about what's happening. Uh, it's just that time of the year in the NFL where they have decided that they wanted to get the rookies together and try to explain to rookies what it's all about and being a pro football player. You know, and so there's a rookie symposium going on in which they want to talk to uh, the young man and explain it to them and give them some direction and give them an understanding of what it's like to be a pro football player. And it doesn't just start. And I think that's what the biggest problem is, is the fact that uh, sometimes you wait until the young men are actually uh, have become. You've drafted them. Uh, you've given them a platform. Uh, of which the world to now recognize them pretty soon you're going to start writing checks to them and and they're professionals and and you need to be a part of their life much earlier and so i've got a couple young men here from phoenix college we of course you of course are listening to rail sports on the voice america network and i'm coming to you live from the valley living in phoenix like it matters of course and um Phoenix College Bears have a football team. It's a junior college here in uh, in Arizona, and I have with me a couple young men. As a matter of fact, I got twins. I got twin wide receivers with me here. I got Eric and Aaron Gray, and I also have with me a linebacker who I'm going to turn into a strong safety, <laughs> uh, Alonzo Highsmith. And uh, let me uh, let me let me start off, if I will, with uh, uh, with with Aaron, who's a uh, a wide out, uh, Aaron. How you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good, good to have you in the studios, man. Tell me a little bit, uh, uh, Phoenix College. You, you, you arrived in Phoenix College. Is this going into your second year? No, this is my uh, first this season. I'm about to play with them. Okay, all I right. came in January. Okay, so did you participate in spring ball? Then? Oh yes, I did. Okay, now you you uh, came to Phoenix by way of my cousin. Uh, actually played for the team last year. Had a great season with them. Okay. They went to the bowl last season. It's valid at Sun Bowl, I think. Okay. Now, you are um, from Houston, Texas? Houston, Texas. Tell me a little bit about the high school you played for down there. Oh, it was a great high school. We uh, had some good coaches out there, had good players out there everywhere, athletes everywhere in Houston, Texas. We just always worked hard out there. Now, one thing about it, again, and, and this whole thing is about we're going to be talking about the NFL will eventually get to the NFL but see they mm -hmm. don't start off in the NFL they start off like you did coming out of high school going in mm -hmm. some people take a, a difficult path mm -hmm. you're taking a path to a junior college now give us uh, some of walk us through it's your senior year in high school do you go through a recruiting process are yes, you are were you recruited by yes sir various I, people actually uh, I sent my video out to Phoenix College and they got back on me and told me what they they liked what they see if I can produce what I see on my video, I can uh, make a big effect on the field. So I'm out here working. Everybody's out here working. Now, let Let's me see. ask you something. Now, you said you sent them a video. Now, yes, why did you have to send a video to Phoenix College? Were there any other recruits that came around that, had, that showed an interest in you? Yes, sir. It was, it was some, a couple colleges that came through, but no no names like just put out there. But it was some colleges, but I'd rather have came down to Phoenix. I have a lot of family down here. So it was a good decision to come down here. So so Phoenix is is, is a long way from Houston, oh, yeah. 
but but you decided to come to Phoenix. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. and I and I believe when you came to Phoenix, you you, you bought somebody else that looks a lot like you. Yeah, I'm a twin <laughs> brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you bought you bought a twin brother, and okay, so I just spoke to Aaron. Now I'm going to speak to Eric. And Eric, you two are wide receiver. Yes, sir. I am. Now, when you were in 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 high school, the two of you, of course play football in high school were you on the same team yeah we actually played right next to each other i was in slot and he was at wide out wow okay so did you fight over with the quarterback and who he should throw the ball to oh uh, no we was real cool with the quarterback he used to you know stay with us so okay okay all right so so let me ask you now if if there's a quarterback throwing the ball there's two receivers these two receivers end up leaving your high school coming here of course to phoenix college was the process of recruitment the same for you as it was like your brother? Yes. When he had sent his film, I sent mine in the same packages as his, and we came as a package together. Was that part of, uh, let's say, of the recruiting process? Did you uh, did you and your brother have a desire to go to college and play ball together? I mean, if somebody would have chose you to go to another school, would you have gone yes. to a different school? If we had the opportunity to go to two different schools, we would have went. Like after this Phoenix College, if we have opportunity to go to two different schools, that's what we're going to do. Okay. But we want to go together. We'd rather go together, but if it ends up that way, it ends up that way. Now, uh, you know, when I look at you, okay, I'm going to call you twin because uh, I, you That's really fine. can't tell the difference <laughs> between Aaron and there. You can't tell the difference. Uh, on the football field, is, is there is there a difference? I mean, is there one thing that you think you do different than your brother, whether it be better or, or, or what? We, is there? we compete, but we push each other to be the best. Like if he does good, I want to do good. If he got the ball, I'm blocking my hardest. Like that kind of stuff. Well, uh, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned about blocking and being a receiver because a lot of times that that's something that you don't see in a lot of receivers is is their willingness to block. Uh, one thing I like about T.O., hell of oh, a blocking yeah. receiver. You know, he will do that. He'll go out of his way, downfield block, you know, off the line of scrimmage block. Uh, but that's an attribute that will show up on films. There's some college scouts out there that will see that, uh, and uh, you need to make sure you continue to do that. So I'm, I'm going to move a, a little bit further because I guess this was a trio that came from uh, your high. And, again, the high school in Houston, Texas is? Elkins High School. Elkins High School, and, and, what, what, and that's in Houston, Texas. It's in Missouri City, Texas. Missouri actually, City. Right next to Houston. Man, that's real country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a My farm wife, right next to the is city. that right? A yeah. farm, okay. Well, I tell you what. Now we're gonna we're gonna move a little bit further, and I should I should say that we're gonna stay on the offensive side of the ball, but we're on the defensive side of the ball, and 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 I say that only because uh, you know I know of this young man's dad. Uh, didn't play against him, but certainly know of him. Uh, we're gonna speak with Alonzo Highsmith, who is going to be a linebacker that I'm going to turn into a strong safety. Alonzo, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Good. You enjoying yourself here in Phoenix? Yeah, I'm enjoying myself. A little different weather than what I'm used to. Yeah, it, it's a, it, it's not as humid, but it's just as hot as, as it is in Houston. Now, speaking of being hot, man, it must be hot when you line up on the other side of the ball and you you playing against these two wide receivers over here. I've been, I've been doing it for, this is going to go on three years right now, ever since I moved to uh, Missouri City going against these boys now now you're lining up uh right now you're weighing in six one two ten yes sir and, and you're thinking about perhaps maybe uh to me that's like a tweener but but linebacker strong safety sometimes depending upon what program you're in that may be the same thing right now in the depth chart they have you at linebacker or strong safety linebacker and linebacker yeah. okay well well is there a preference did you play linebacker in high school or did you play and in high school I played linebacker. My senior year, we switched to a 4-3, so I was inside the box. My junior year, we ran a 3-4, so I was basically 
always outside the box, lined up kind of back. Okay. We ran a kind of different 3-4 than, than normal. Well, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that. And, we, and you know what we're going to do? We're going to spend some time because I, I think I know a little bit about that position. So I might be able to help you a little bit. But if you hear that music in the background, that means we got to take a break. We're going to take a break right now. We're going to kind of segue into this break with some Mike, Michael Jackson. And then we're going to come back on the other side. You're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Check Mike out. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely despise her especially at one to two and it's anything but the same old horse racing show this is a nine horse field but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras playing to win with andy serling a show seriously committed to making more money at the game but with a personality this is a dunce cap horse for me if this horse wins next week i got the dunce cap on you bet.com's playing to win presented by the daily racing form look for it the day before big race days mostly fridays find a complete schedule in the daily racing form or click on playing to win at you bet.com Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. Of course, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Got some young men here in the studio with me. Of course, these young men are playing their college football for the first time. They are, of course, attending Phoenix College, Phoenix College Bears. I got twin wide receivers, 
Eric Gray, Aaron Gray, and Alonzo Highsmith. Alonzo's dad, as many of you may know, was running back for the Houston Oilers. And uh, damn good running back. And I'm assuming that his son's got those genes, so he's going to be a damn good linebacker or safety. I'm going to turn him into a strong safety if I, if I got anything to do with that. But, but I want to talk to these young men because right now what's happening in the NFL, they're going through a symposium. And there's a symposium that the purpose is to teach these young men how to become pros. And you guys have gone from, uh, from high school now into college. And, and, and I'm going to ask you, Aaron, you know, you started, you came from Houston, you know, in the, right after the winter was over, I believe. So you came in about January or so, February mm-hmm. or so, and, and you find yourself on a college campus. And so you're making an adjustment from being a, a young man under the roof of your parents. And now you move on to college and you're somewhat independent. Uh, and now you're a college student and a football player in college. Now, I'm trying to see the progression tell me in your own words some of the difference you see between being a high school football player and living under the roof of your parents to now you're a college player independent on your own but a student athlete still it's a big difference man i mean living with your parents you listen to what they do every day i'm living out with my brother and alonzo right now so you got to get up do your own thing your own workouts you got to cook your own food i mean it's just a part of life of growing up man Right now, I feel great doing it right now at this college level, playing football. It's like I'm on a mission out here to do good in football, get my grades really up, and uh, take now, my future in football right now. Okay, now, now Eric, let me ask you something. He, he said it, you're living on your own. you got to cook your own food. Um, you're playing football. You did those things before with the exception of living on your own. But, but now... You're living on your own, and you're playing football, and you're a student athlete. Is there that? Is it that much different than living at home for you? Actually, it is because when you're at home, your parents kind of push you to do your work more, and when you're on your own, you're more independent to do. It's like we have to push each other to do our work and to do good in school and to do good on the football field. Now, okay, so so when you were home, of course, you know, like you said, your parents were there. So the parents, you know, if maybe if you overslept, your parents got you up out of bed. You know, yes, if, if if you came home and, and you didn't feel like cooking, maybe your mom or dad might may have had something there for you know to cook for you, whatever. You know, if you didn't, if you left your clothes on the floor, maybe your mom or dad might pick them up for you. Something. Those type of things don't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. All that is your responsibility. Those are, those are the good days. The, when the, my mom cooked <laughs> and picked up our clothes, but those days are over now. Okay, so so those days are over now. Okay, so so now I'm going to move on to Alonzo. Those days are over with Alonzo. Is now that you're here, uh, did you come in January or March, or, or, or did you just get here? No, I, actually, I just got here. Okay, so your experience of being on your own has only been what a few weeks. Yes, sir. Okay, now now making that adjustment for you, two weeks. Is that, are you lonely? Are you homesick? I mean, what are the adjustments? People people say, ah, oh, they're just playing football. They're just going to college, you know. Are there adjustments? Because, see, we're going to get to that symposium thing because what is the difference? If you can put it in your own words, what is the difference between high school and now your college? For me, the big difference would be, see, at my house, it was always me and my other brother, my younger brother. He's just a year younger than me. We were always together. Anytime we worked out, we were together. School work, anything, we'll ask each other stuff. But now it's it's kind of like these are my brothers now. So 
we work out together, cook together, everything. We we got to work as a team when it comes to cleaning up and washing. And I'm not gonna say it's, it's no difference, but you know, not your mom not cooking for you and you being lazy is is over now. So in terms of uh, the influence that your parents had on you and they continue to have on you, do you do you sometimes? draw on that experience of what mom or dad might say to me as I'm about to approach this situation? Do you, do you look back on some of that things or does it just come naturally that I've already been programmed how to handle this so I know how to handle this? Yes, yeah, so my, my parents raised me good and and it's just like I'm going to do everything as if they were here. In the house, I'm going to clean up as if they were here. So it's not like I'm going to, oh, my mom and dad's not here so I'm not going to clean up or I'm not going to do my work because I have to do those things. That's that's just nature. Okay, so so let me go back to you then, Aaron. What about off the field? You know, we're talking about something. Those things were are, are also off the field. You know, you're talking about mm-hmm. taking care of you know mm-hmm. one another and things of that nature. But let's talk about in terms of personal conduct, uh, the way you carry yourself, the way you the way you behave, so to speak. Uh, the examples that you give to other people. D- do you consciously think about that when you're walking down the street? Oh, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I represent this school, this university, my parents, my p- mother, father. Well, I mean, what oh, is yeah. that like now that you're all on your own now? You don't have to worry about going home and mom and dad hearing about it. You're on your own now. Do you think consciously think about these things? Yeah, I mean, I, I represent my family to the fullest. So I do every try to do everything right. I represent Phoenix College football now. So everything I do is, um, like, they reflect on Phoenix College football players. So I try to do the right thing everywhere I go in a professional manner, everything I do, you know, take everything serious. And I really don't uh, play around a lot. Got to, you know, that's in high school days, but got to get serious now on this mission. And so, Eric, if in the event that, you know, for some reason or another, there's conduct that is detrimental to the team, a bad reflection on the team, are the consequences of which uh, the coaches already let you guys know Okay, these are going to be the consequences to the actions that you guys take in the event that we hear about it. If the coaches already said if there's any problems that they'll they don't care, they will dismiss you if you have a bad conduct. But we do good, so we don't have to do that. So, uh, are, are there um, at the JC level? Your tuition is paid for. This is kind of a full ride that you everybody um, here is working on. Is there participation, financial participation, or is it? It, it depends on um, how long you actually been living in the state to mm-hmm. see to see if uh, your tuition is. But most likely, yeah. Okay. Um, well, you know, playing football and also being a student at the same time. That's that's a lot of work. You know, some people just are students. Some people are not student athletes. I'm going to ask you this, Alonzo, because, you know, your dad has done it before. So he's got a chance to tell you, uh, is that a heavier burden at the college level? Do you anticipate that burden being heavier than it was when you were in high school? Actually, I do, because in in college, it's more of, okay, yeah, you're on your own. You don't You don't have to go to class. You don't have to do this, but, you know, there's consequences if you don't do it. If you don't go to school in college, it's, okay, you don't come to school, you just don't get this work, and if you fell off, you just fell out. They'll kick you out of the class, and, and that's just your money wasted. As in, in high school, it was, oh, you're not coming to class, we'll call your parents, and right now, you, you go to high school, you play ball. And now in college, is 
you don't go to class and you think you're just going to play ball, no, it's not going to work that way. They suspend you from games. And so to me, yes, there is a bigger burden being a student athlete in college. And, you know, I'm I'm glad that, that you guys are giving your perspective. I mean, one thing about it here, you know, on this show, Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network, what what I do is I, I, I give perspective from my experience as, as a former athlete, but I wanted to bring some young student athletes in today so they could give the opportunity to give it to the listening audience from their perspective because some people don't understand the need for a symposium of which NFL players are brought into this environment to show them the spotlight of what professional sports is all about and then at the same time to let them know what the expectations are of them in terms of how they've got to protect this billion dollar business but then there is an awful lot of pressure of which is applied to uh, these young men at the same time and that is family pressures and all those other things see when you when you guys left uh, Houston Aaron when you left Houston there wasn't a lot of pressure everybody's kind of happy for you when you mm -hmm. left uh, Houston uh, and and the expectations might be, man, you know, go there, do your best, and come back, you know, with a scholarship to go to a Division One school. Are you feeling any pressure that you need to perform, you need to get that Division One scholarship, or you're gonna let your family, your friends down? I'm like, I'm like, my mind go, my set, I'm set to just do that, just to go work my hardest. If I work my hardest, work my hardest in class, or work my hardest on the field and off the field, my, I will reach my goal and uh, go somewhere and play D1 football. Um, uh, Alonzo, let me ask you, you. You come in here uh, going to college. What do you, what do you want to study? Have you I made your mind up yet? Sports management. Okay, okay. So, uh, obviously, you looked into the university when you came here, and at, at least initially, because you, you can uh, only get perhaps maybe an associate's from here, but – uh, they will provide the foundations for you to get your sports management degree from a four-year school. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it over to uh, to Eric and uh, Eric. You know, is, is has the experience been what you thought it would be? Now that you've arrived, you've been on the college campus. Uh, you've had a chance to go through some spring ball. And you've had a chance to take uh, a couple classes as well, and now you got a little break. Th your first experience has it been what you thought it would be it's been a great experience me and my brother has to go through it's what we wanted to it was a big change we wanted in our lives to go from houston to phoenix and live another life on my mama's side of the family so yeah is there anything that you thought perhaps maybe that uh that you anticipated to be uh either easier or more difficult than what it was uh since you've been here did you find anything more difficult or anything easier than you thought it might have been um, the more easier part is the schoolwork, how the teachers actually work with you at this school is more easier than I thought it would be. And it's more easier living on your own where we got to clean up and cook, and that's actually easier without doing that with my mother. That's actually well, that, that's interesting that he, he mentioned, uh, Aaron, the fact that uh, 
the, the support that he got from his instructors was uh, far greater than what he anticipated. I'm going to have to talk to you that on the other side about that on the other side okay. of the break because we got some million dollar Mike in the background, and I want to continue <laughs> to pay tribute to Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. So you guys go ahead and take a listen to this until we come back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Take it over, Mike. Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Got a chance to be in the studio with some young men from Phoenix College, the Phoenix College Bears. We've got twins, Eric and also Aaron Gray. 
as well as Alonzo Highsmith, all three of these young men from a nice school down there in Houston, Texas, have come to the Valley to play football and to further their education and also uh, their playing days on the football field. Listen, if you'd like to call in, you can call in toll-free, 888-346-9144. Again, that toll-free number is 888-346-9144. Okay, uh, Eric, tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, Phoenix College and uh, what is the season looking like for you guys coming up? What can we anticipate from uh, the, the Phoenix College Bears this year? Well, I can say first off that our defense is going to be ready to play every game. That's the first thing I noticed when I got to this school is that the defense was good, that we do have good defenders that's been here last year. You know defense wins championships, yeah, defense right? defense does win championships. <laughs> Hopefully they will this year. All right. But and we our O line and D line our linemen are actually big and looks like they're ready and looks like we got an experienced team and they went to the bowl last year, so I think we're. Is there a conference that Phoenix College uh, participates in? Uh, You're not okay. Well, that, that's okay. Well, listen, uh, the the first big game that you guys got coming up, Alonzo, uh, you got a big game coming. Your first game. Uh, who's on the schedule? Are they there? I mean, you guys got it on the board. Who is that big game? It's Glendale. Glendale. Now, uh, Glendale, it's my understanding, is that uh, kind of an arch rival kind of thing with, with Glendale from what you've heard about the history? From what I've heard since I've been down here, yeah, that's a big rivalry so, game. And, and it's, all, it's already on the board. Y'all, y'all already looking for It's Glendale. already there. Okay, and, you, and, and, and you're getting ready. Oh, you, oh, somebody knows the date. Oh, uh, yeah, September 5th. September 5th? Yeah. Wow, okay. At, well, at Phoenix College. And is that oh it's gonna be it's a home game. Yeah, home game. Okay. Seven o'clock PM. Well you know it's gonna be hot. I'm gonna tell y'all it's gonna be at least probably hundred degrees. Okay. But y'all gonna be ready for them, right? We're gonna be ready, hundred percent ready. Okay, well well I, I would imagine if we got two wideouts here, and I'm gonna ask you this question here, uh, Aaron, I'm I'm hoping that you're gonna give me this answer. You hope that there's a lot of passing in that game, is that oh, right? Yeah, oh yeah, our offense is <laughs> spread offense, so Oh yeah? So mm-hmm. so we should expect uh, a wide open offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Y'all doing any that wildcat stuff, man? How y'all uh, doing? Well, we we got a couple of wildcat plays. I'm not uh, not too sure. To we ain't touch the bases on it too much because I just got here. So, but it's some wildcat in there. Okay, so when you say spread, you're gonna have four wideouts on the field. I mean, yeah. I know you and your brother gonna be on the field, but you're, you're gonna have four wideouts on the field. Four or five wideouts. Yeah. Four or five. Couple okay. of tight end. We we got a lot of formations. So, but it's it's a spread offense. So. And and uh, your coach uh, at uh, Phoenix uh, College is uh, my the head coach is Coach Jacobson. Okay, now let me ask the Coach Jacobson. Did he come down to to Houston? Oh or? no, um, I actually got recruited by Coach Mejia. Okay, okay. Uh, he uh, my actually my cousin helped me out in the recruiting process. And they must have promised you that they're gonna put the ball in the air a lot, right? Um, he he told me about his offense, and I actually uh, seen a couple of, a couple of films on them, and I, I saw it. I was a college to go to. No, see, that, that, that's one thing about it. See, this symposium again; they, these young men are gonna find themselves in the NFL. But they start off at uh, from high school, then they may go to Juice JC JUCOs, we call them, right? They they actually start off in little league. Oh, little league. Oh, well, league. well, we want to go there. Yeah, you know, but something, you know, but you know, what's interesting is nowadays there's so many guys that are playing ball that are true athletes, that some guys will say that you, man, I, I didn't play football until I was in high school. I didn't play football until I was in college. You know, uh, you know, you got a, you know, the greatest tight end that ever played in terms of catches right now. You know, mm-hmm. man, he said, you know, well, there, there's a, the guy who just played for the Kansas City Chiefs for so many years who's who's out of there now. Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. I mean, you know, he's 
Tony was was a basketball player, you know. And then, of course, you, you got the kid that's in San Diego, you know, from Akron, you know. He, too, was a basketball player. Antonio Gates. There you go. So, so yeah, don't always necessarily start, you know, in that sport, you know. And, uh, you know, look at Michael Jordan. I mean, Michael thought he wanted to play baseball, you know. Yeah. And, and, and Michael went back to baseball after having played baseball for God only knows what. But let me ask you that. It's interesting you say that in terms of what has been good for you in your career. Have you been a multiple sport athlete or you just stayed in football? Actually, yes, I have been a multiple sport athlete. But I really stick to football and track. I, track really helped me out in football a lot, though. Track helped you out in football. Yeah. Now, 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 that's what they always say that that, yeah. that 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 speed kills. You know, I'm from I'm from the Big Ten. They say we got big slow guys, and mm -hmm. we know that's not true. But uh, speed certainly is not going to help anything. So, in terms of track, what what did you run that you think attributed to your football game? Well, I ran the man's race in track, the uh, 400 meters. Oh yeah. yeah, wow, that's that that is the man's race. I, I get that, that to you. I love that so race. so so, but 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 I don't see a big strong body over here you know you're with six one six mm -hmm. foot mm -hmm. and you how much you weigh like about 197 well, well, yeah that's that's a nice size and, and and what was your your best quarter uh my best quarter was about uh 48 okay I, I ran a split time for okay he, you're looking at alonzo over there alonzo he ran on my team he ran in a couple of oh a mile relay yeah oh wow oh, wait, now let me ask now coming out of texas are y'all gonna tell me that i'm looking at the championship team right here mm, no nah, nah, not quite not gonna not say <laughs> <laughs> well they they put out some sprinters now i do know that so so uh eric let me ask you a bit did you also run track yeah, as well i also ran the 400 you ran the 400 i was actually the first one to run the 400 then my brother saw my success and okay running the 400 with a bit he became better at it a little bit just oh. by a couple of seconds <laughs> couple of seconds man in the pros yeah, no, no, man that matters. makes oh that it makes matters. a lot now let me ask you okay uh the quarter the quarter gets you ready for the 200 200 gets you ready for the 100 yeah. okay all right so so you guys gonna have some strength so uh there's not gonna have to be a worry about late in the game being out of shape being tired y'all oh, gonna no, be ready no, no we we prepared we we ready for all of that training every day every day every okay day. well that, that's what i want to hear okay now now we were talking about we're at we're at a JUCO, and and then the aspirations is to go to Division One. Do you actually think about that when you're at junior college? And I'm gonna ask, uh, I'm gonna ask Eric that. Are you thinking about? Okay, I'm only here temporarily. Ultimately, my goal is to move on. I, I'm, I have to move on. Mm -hmm. w when do you start thinking about moving on? Are you there thinking about it every day, or do you do you wait to think about that? No, I think about it every day. It's like. What we do in the season is going to determine where we where we go. So we right now we're training to do good in the season so we can go somewhere good. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, the first place you guys can go is you can go to bowl games. Is there, can you tell me a little bit about the uh, options in terms of where you guys can participate at for a bowl game? Uh, we like, was in the Valley of the Sun Bowl last year. Phoenix College was in the Valley of the Sun Bowl last year, and it was unfortunate at the end of the game. But uh, yeah, they play in the Valley of the Bowl. That's one bowl game we're trying to go to. Again. Okay, so that is so that's the bowl that you strive to participate in when it's all said and done. In the national championship, of it, course. Oh, they do have a, a separate game that's considered yeah. the national championship game yeah. as well. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, hey, that's what you want to shoot for. Yeah, that's I what mean, we're yeah, for, if, yeah. if there is a national championship game, you guys want to make sure that, of course, that the Phoenix College Bears is playing a national championship game. Last year, the record last year, win loss um, record. Three, ten and three. I, I'm, I'm not too sure. Ten and about three. The ten and three. Okay, but it, but it, but it, but it got, they got into a bowl, mm -hmm. 
You know, they didn't win that bowl, obviously, because something happened at the end of the game. They was the, actually the best team in Arizona. No one in Arizona beat Phoenix College Bears. How many teams we got here in Arizona? Um, maybe, what, five? Okay, five, okay. Five, seven? Okay. Not too sure. Okay. Well, five, five teams, but we, we don't want anybody to beat you guys, period. Nah, Not, nah. It, if it's just five, we don't care about the five. We don't want We want to have a zero yeah, yeah. at the end of that. So six teams uh, here in Arizona. Why? You know that that's uh, I think that's something to to certainly set your sights on is that national championship game, the bowl game, whatever anything that, you know, whatever consequences there are. You know, okay, here's you know this is what happened because you didn't win. You, we'll accept those, but we want to shoot for the national championship game. Now, can you just spend one year here, Duco, uh, and go it's on? Two years. Well, uh we're trying to. Uh, well, it, it, you could do one year and go, but uh, is that possible? What what, what determines if you spend one year or or two years? It eligibility. Just, yeah, eligibility. If you qualified out of high school for the clearinghouse, you can only do you can do one year and leave. And if you do a whole bunch of summer school and get your credits in, then you can leave in one year. Okay. Now the clearinghouse again. See, that's something that that's current day processes yeah. of which one has to some prerequisites that have to be addressed before you can play the division one level. Mm-hmm. And that's something for all those out there listening. If you don't know what the clearinghouse is, go online, do a Google search on clearinghouse and you'll find out because your son or your daughter can't participate in division one sports. If they haven't gone through the process of addressing all those issues surrounding the clearinghouse. And uh, that's something of which should be brought to the attention of young men and women when they come into high school. But sometimes it slips up. And I've, I've, I've heard about these experiences where kids wait until their senior year and find out that, wow, you know, I'm kind of behind the eight ball when it comes to the clearinghouse. And I, and I don't want to say who, but I got a head shaking, <laughs> you know, here in the mm-hmm. studio. Uh, so from somebody has their own personal experience in terms of, uh, you know, perhaps maybe they waited a little bit too late uh, when it came to the clearinghouse. And that's okay. If you want to speak up about it, you can go right ahead and tell some people what happened. Um, yes, this is Lonzo speaking. My senior year, I actually signed to Nickel State out of high school. And that's where I was, go- I was going. And then something about my transcript, I waited too late to send them in. And then when I did send them in, they found out that I wasn't a qualifier. So... That's why I ended up here. Well, you ended up in the right place today because you're able to share that with everybody else, just like Million Dollar Mike is doing. He's sharing some of his love right now in the background. You hear Michael Jackson. I'm listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix Living Like It Matters. We're going to take a break. Mike's going to take us into that break, and we're going to come back after. now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. 
We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. All right, of course, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. I want to shout out to my man, Kwame Lasseter. As a matter of fact, Kwame, on the 4th of July, Kwame... Man, Kwame's still hitting him real hard. He got a July 4th bash at the Whip Lounge, 420 South Mill. Kwame last year. Kwame's still hitting him real hard. So you guys go out there and party with Kwame on the 4th of July, 2009 bash at the Whip Lounge, 420 South Mill. And, uh, you know, these streets, they all go through each other. I- I'm going to assume that may be in Tempe someplace. Y'all find it. The whip lines. I'm sure it ain't too many whips, but it's only going to be one whip. That's going to have my man Kwame Lasseter there with him. And Kwame's going to bring another one of them DBs from the Arizona Cardinals and a young one. Uh, Dominic, Dominique Rogers Camardi is going to be there partying with Kwame as well. But I got some young fellas who hope one day to be, you know, doing anything on the 4th of July as an NFL player. Of course, I'm talking about Eric Gray, Aaron Gray, the twin brother of Eric. And a cool course with them, they're a uh, good fella on the other side of the ball. You got uh, Alonzo Highsmith. And Alonzo, of course, is a linebacker that I'm going to convert to strong safety. So let's let's get ready for that. We're going to get ready for that, okay, Alonzo? We're we, we going to work on that. I'm sure you, you wouldn't mind that, would you? I'm ready. You ready? <laughs> 
<laughs> I like I like that. He he he's ready. So uh, let's talk about being ready. It's almost time. Are y- are y'all ready for some football? Oh yeah, I'm. I can't wait to September fifth. Now when do you go? When you go to when you go to camp? Uh, actually, we have practice today. You, you, so y'all gonna leave here and go practice? Now, yeah. is that official practice? I mean, that's not pads and all that stuff, right? Nah, that's just working out. It's it's more like a summer camp practice. Okay. And, um, we just get together with the team. Now, now we're talking about some pro stuff. Is this mandatory or is this check this out? Voluntary, mandatory. It's really voluntary, but if you're not out there, then you don't want to get better. That's okay, so that's voluntary mandatory. This yeah. is voluntary. Okay, yeah. yeah. See, see, I, now I'm teaching you guys a little bit about you know, the symposium, how how to be a pro. Yeah. Because see, that's what happens in the pros. You got these off-season mini camps, these volunteer camps, and then you got OTAs. You know, the OTAs is mandatory, and and then you got the you know then you got the mini camps that are voluntary, but they really mandatory voluntary so mm-hmm. you know there are consequences if you don't go really i mean your teammates they're not sure if they can count on you they're not committed you are to the team how committed you are to your job you know so whenever the team is going to get together and this is what i try to tell my son whenever a group of guys want to get together to do something to make your team better then you guys need to be there okay so if it's an organized practice with meaning more than one person going to be there even if one person is going to be there, he's going to need somebody else there with him. So you guys make sure you show up, you know, when something like that happens. Okay, let me let me say a little bit to you guys about this symposium thing. The NFL was having a symposium, and, and it was good because when Alonzo came in, he and I were kind of looking at it, and Alonzo wanted to know, man, what is this thing? You know, what what is this, what is it all about, you know? And, you know, for many years, there used to be a commercial. Braylon Edwards used to have a commercial on TV, but Braylon used to talk about how his dad, when he played ball, his dad used to say, man, you know, we get together after the season was over. We didn't see each other again until two days in the summertime, which would be in July. And I played when Braylon's dad played ball, and that, that used to be true, you know, because it wasn't, you know, no OTAs, no mini camps, things didn't happen. But now football is year-round. But not only is football year-round, but the league has done a very good job of keeping its players in in front of the media and in the community, extending and building their brand and the brand loyalty. So they're expecting you guys to be there to represent that team, to represent that brand, and to keep fans committed. So you're going to be required to give more of your time. So one thing I will say to you, Alonzo, you probably can talk to your dad about this, is what's going to happen is, you know, now – you're not just Alonzo Highsmith, the linebacker from the local high school. Now you're going off to college. And so when you come back now, it's going to be a big thing in your hometown. And, and, and the word is going to get out that Alonzo's in town. And people who never before wanted to be your friend are going to want to be your friend. People who never before wanted you to come over to their house for their cookout or for that party they're having, or the club where they're going to throw a party at, is going to want you to come. But then also your family, who those cousins that you never saw before, all of a sudden, cuz, it wants you to come over. And cuz wants you to hang out and all that. And you don't have to make a choice. There's only 24 hours in a day. You need to sleep eight of those hours. And then you, if you if you got a job, then you work eight hours. And then you only got eight hours to kind of pick and choose what you want to do. So for you, when you go back home, all these new pressures, 
How are you going to handle it? You used to just be, you're the same person as far as you're concerned, but how are you going to handle these new demands and pressures that's going to put on you when you go back home? Oh, you're home from college. Everybody wants to see you. How are you going to handle that? Uh, me, personally, I'm just going to handle it like like I always do. I'm just, when my brother in town, it's going to be me and my brother, and and then I'll go see my mom, and then, like, my, I remember one day my dad said he was like, all those, all those cousins and stuff you had, that you never talked to before, then all all of a sudden they come around. When you down, then you see how many of them come around. So I'm going to just keep that in my mind, and that's just that's how it's going to be. Eric, how you going? Eric, you, you on the you, the world is listening to you now. now You're you just not on local TV or local radio in Houston. You, you're a big star now. The, the world can hear you talk. You know, all of a sudden now it's, it's a girl over, in, you know, in the, in the hood who didn't want to give you any time anymore. Now all of a sudden she wants to give you some time, you know. But you, you already got one girlfriend. But, but, but your mother's saying to you, son, you know, come here. You know, stay here. You know, how do you handle all the pressures now of all these young women out here nowadays that hear about this superstar and and they want to go with you to your interviews. How how do you handle that? Does that get into your head and your head get bigger? or It stays the same size. Nah, Eric Gray gonna be Eric Gray. He, that's who I'm always in. Man, the people I'm hang out with are hung out with. I'm so I'm always gonna be with. And the new people is just gonna be new. But I'm always gonna be the same person. I'm never gonna change for nobody. Or nothing will make me change the way I am. Aaron. I got a little something, something over here, man. I want me and you to do this little something, something over here, man. You know, I know you didn't do this little something, something back in the day, man. But I got a little something, something you might want to try. I, I think you want to gain a little bit of weight, you know, because you, you're going to the next level, you know. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and I think you need a little bit more strength and you might need a little bit more speed. So I got a little something, something. If you, if you want to take this right here, man, <laughs> it, it's going to help you get to that next level. You know, I, I'm down in Houston. You know, I'm one of your homeboys. I ain't going to hurt you, man. You, you don't want to take this right no, here? No, I got a good little workout I do every day, so I'm good with that i'll never get into that ever and okay now you, you won't get into that but listen i got something for all of y'all man listen man I, I know you know the way things work you know you may be a little short on some money uh you know and uh you know i'm, I'm running for this guy here you know he got this big law firm he an agent you know and you know you need a car y'all need a, I'm, i might you know if y'all need a car i probably can hook y'all with this car and you ain't don't worry about it you ain't got to pay you know just go down and pick this car up and and then you know we'll talk to you about that later. And y'all interested in that kind of deal? Nah, actually, no, sir. Uh, nah, actually, we got a ride. I don't need a car. Yeah. <laughs> I just call my family. <laughs> well, see, now now I'm just playing with you, fellas. But oh, yeah, but listen, yeah. I'm, there's a lot of pressures. Uh, things things change at each level. Like you said, you've been here now. It's a little different than it is when you were back home. You know, I always like to say that you know our parents sent us to the Ohio State University as boys. And we came out as men. So you guys are transforming from boys to men. And it's, it's, it's hard. There's a lot of pressure. And I heard you. And, and I like what you said, Eric, that you will never. But when that time comes, remember that you said that you will never. Because I'm telling you guys, temptation is so strong. And it's going to come at you much different than you've ever seen it in your life. Alonzo, you are very fortunate because you have a dad who you can turn to and you can ask these questions. And, and I'll just say to you guys this, and I, and I want to ask you, Aaron, to 
to take responsibility for the rest of them because you and mm -hmm. I met each other and we met in church. Yes, and I'm not afraid to say that. I hope the whole world is listening. These young men yes. are here today because I met them in church. Yes. And yes. then the young man sent me a text that said, I thank God that I met you. And I, and I want to I wanna thank God that I met you <laughs> because you've given me a chance to, to reach back and to help somebody out because that, that's what it's all about. We got to help each other. This is a fraternity of student athletes that become men and men have responsibilities. I want to thank you guys for being in the studio with me today. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America mm -hmm. Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Mm -hmm. I got my boy Alonzo Highsmith, Eric Gray, and Aaron Gray from yeah. the Phoenix College Bears. Thanks shout out. Shout Thanks out, fellas. Glendale. I give a shout out. I shout out to my, my little brother in Miami right now. I give a shout out, out to my beautiful him. sister Sarah. Right I give now. a shout out September 5th to you know who. There Glendale. you go. You heard it live right here. Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. Mike ABC. I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go. Come on, 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 come on